yeah, what, what finally triggered me though, was just knowing that those were the emotions I was going through and I was educated in the disease. Imagine people who are hearing that for the first time and really don't know much about it. And, you know, when you leave there and someone has told you, well, you have diabetes, it's like you're left, you, you leave the doctor with, um, a whole bunch of new prescriptions for diabetes, for supplies, for other conditions as well. Um, and Google. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Hey there. So on the podcast today, I have my friend Liana Schwind. And so Liana and I actually know each other IRL in real life as she works as a pharmacist in the town that I used to live in before I moved here to Billings. And so Liana works at her family's pharmacy. She owns it now, I think. And um, I have been seeing a lot of Liana on social media these days. She is popping up on my TikTok and on my Instagram, and I've just been seeing a lot of her because she's been really speaking out about health and wellness while living with diabetes. So yes, Liana has been diagnosed with diabetes for quite a number of years now, since since her college days, and so she talks a lot about self-care and what that looks like when you're diagnosed with diabetes. And I found that this was really important, um, and I know that there are listeners out there that could also benefit from learning how to practice self-care when it, you know, when it is so important, when you do have a diagnosis that depends on taking care of yourself. And so, um, I know that you're going to love Liana as much as I did. I, I totally enjoyed this conversation and I look forward to hearing your thoughts as well. So here we go. Let's dive into the conversation. So Liana is a mom of three and a pharmacist who is living with type 1 diabetes. Family is her everything, and she's carried this devotion into her independent pharmacy, which has been in her family for nearly four decades. Her diagnosis has inspired her to help others with diabetes through her work in a certified diabetes self-management program. Liana is passionate about promoting health and wellness and helping people manage chronic conditions. Today, Liana and I will be chatting about how she's managing to thrive, not only with her diagnosis, but also because of it. So Liana, I actually know 
in person. Um, I used to live in the same town. And so this is super exciting because we haven't chatted in a while. She was the pharmacist at the pharmacy where I used to get medications. So we actually do know each other in person. So I read a bit about your bio and, and I want you to share a little bit more about your journey and what brought you to be where you are today. So let's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah, my journey with uh, type one diabetes began about 11 years ago. Um, I was 25 and just about to graduate from pharmacy school, actually. Um, I was kind of starting to have these symptoms, you know, the classic increased thirst, um, frequent urination, um, a little bit of weight loss, um, some muscle cramping and things like that, that were just kind of creeping up on me. I was in the middle of like this really intense um, rotation um, in the ICU actually. And I kind of chalked up these symptoms to, I am just so stressed out all the time. You know, that must be what it is. Um, and after that, I kind of left that rotation and went to a little bit less intense rotation. And I thought the symptoms were kind of subsiding, but you know, it, it probably just kind of um, weaning a little bit in that in that first uh, honeymoon type phase. But, you know, eventually I decided, you know, I should probably check this out and um, checked my own blood sugar. I was fasting and it was at 311. So called my hometown doc and said, look, I, I think I need to be seen. I think I might have diabetes. And I remember the nurse was like, okay, well, yep, we'll, we'll get you in, in a, in a week here. And I hung up and, and immediately called back. It was like, no, like, I really think I, I have type one diabetes. And, and it was so sweet. They're like, okay, Leanna, we'll get you in on the doc's lunch break, <laughs> you know? So I went in, um, got the labs and it was confirmed type, type one diabetes. Mm -hmm. And so since then, you've had kids. You have you have two daughters or three daughters? Or no, you have a son too, right? Yes. So yeah. yep, yep, yep. So I knew the two girls because they were in they were in the childcare with. Right. With my yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, along with that, you know, the when I first heard, you know, okay, you have you have type one diabetes. You know, those thoughts definitely ran through my mind. You know, there was a lot of worry, a lot of sadness, and honestly, a lot of resentment. Um, you know, how could my own body betray me? Here I am, I'm 25. I, I take care of myself. Um, and those were the exact kind of thoughts that came through my mind. You know, I'm, I was going to get, this happened in May, in September, I was going to get married. You know, can I have kids? Will my kids have diabetes? Um, you know, I just, all I could think of was that movie Steel Magnolias with Julia Roberts. Yeah. And, you know, that's just kind of where, where my head went. Um, you know, I'm going to be on medicine for the rest of my life. I need it to survive. What supplies am I going to have to carry? What things are going to be attached to my body now? And so, yeah, just all these feelings, um, definitely very overwhelming for me. Um, and then, yeah, I, um, have now three healthy children, um, mm -hmm. two girls and a little boy. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a family diagnosis now. Um, they have to be very educated as well. And they're so sweet. My, my kids, they always, we always joke, um, 
you know, if we have things like juice in the house or things like that, I'm not, I'm not big on having sugary things like that, except to treat my, my low blood mm -hmm. sugar. And so they're so sweet. They're always like, we'll save the last juice box for mom. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so they know they're completely aware of, of the mm -hmm. special conditions that you have to operate under. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So at what point did you decide to pass, like to pay it forward and to help others in your community? who have officially received diagnosis. Is it officially or if they suspect or what, what is your first steps? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of, um, really triggered something with me in school before I ever was diagnosed. Diabetes was always my favorite disease state just because it's so multifactorial and the medicine's just really cool that, you know, the things that are out there that can help plus the, the other treatments with diet and exercise and, you know, just all that, that encompasses um, living well with diabetes. So, um, yeah, what, what finally triggered me though, was just knowing that those were the emotions I was going through and I was educated in the disease. Imagine people who are hearing that for the first time and really don't know much about it. And, you know, when you leave there, and someone has told you, well, you have diabetes. It's like you're left, you, you leave the doctor with um, a whole bunch of new prescriptions for diabetes, for supplies, for other conditions as well. Um, and Google, it's like, right. you know, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> also, Google. yeah, hopefully uh, a referral to a diabetes educator, which is a program that I have here at the pharmacy as well. But even then there's this time between diagnosis and getting truthful information um, that can be presented in a, in a really proactive way. So, you know, when I learned that pharmacists could do this, have an accredited program, um, yeah, I just, I jumped, jumped right in. It. So yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was how I actually had found out that you were doing it, it was a friend had um, been diagnosed and had so many of those questions and those feelings that you just shared mm -hmm. and really felt lost. And yeah. so your program has been a lifesaver within the community to be able to bring that education and answer some of those questions and put a rest to those fears that so often accompany a new diagnosis. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate you sharing that yeah. with me. That's awesome. Yeah. If you're a super busy, stressed out mom looking to minimize self-doubts, challenge unrealistic expectations, and confront negative self-talk, all while increasing your self-confidence, then you already know that you have to stop feeling inadequate and fully believe in yourself. That's where the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program can help. In just eight weeks, you can transform your inner critic to become your biggest cheerleader. You will learn proven methods to stop negative self-talk, break the cycle of negative thinking, and shift your self-beliefs to ones that serve you. Start treating yourself with kindness and compassion and grow your self-esteem and confidence by enrolling in the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program today. You can find the link in the show notes of today's episode. So how has your diagnosis, you mentioned about them saving some juice boxes for mom, but how has, do you feel that your diagnosis has affected your role as a mother? Yeah, so it's honestly living with diabetes and, and type one diabetes, it's like another job. It is another full-time job. So I am mom and wife, pharmacist, business owner, 
uh, you know, looking at some other entrepreneurial options and, and managing diabetes. And so it is something that, you know, to do all those other things, I have to take care of me. Um, little things like, I think I probably make somewhere around 300 decisions a day just related to managing my diabetes well. So things like rushing the kids out the door to go to a birthday party, I've dropped low right before we're supposed to get out the door and to just, you know, know, okay, well now I'm putting my family in an unsafe situation. We all have to take a minute. I have to treat this. And, you know, before we can get in a car, um, you know, just all these, all these things. Um, yeah. So it's really forced you to be more present, more checking in, you know, because yes. the audience of that I work with are, I, I term them super moms because they're always on the go. They've always got mom brain where they've got a thousand things going on and they're feeling pulled in a million different directions. And so it sounds like the fact that you have to make the time to, to make sure that your diabetes is in check has forced you to be more mindful and to, to have that regular check-in with yourself. Yep, absolutely. The, the amount of self-awareness you have to have of honestly, just your own body, how you respond. It's something we talk about in diabetes education a lot um, is that the, the patient is always the expert of their own diabetes, mm -hmm. um, which is really true. And so, yeah, that, that self-awareness, that being present, um, living in the moment, you know, this is a condition where I have a continuous glucose monitor. So every second of the day, I can look at a number and see what my blood sugar is. And that can be really difficult for someone like me, who's I'm a little bit OCD, a little bit type A, I want perfection, you, want you know? <laughs> yes. And so it's hard when you see a number that is out of range, you know, you really have to change your mindset and say, okay, this is my number now. What do I do with it? you know, how do I self-manage it? How do I problem solve um, and move forward? And what have I learned? So it's just a lot of things like that, that happen all throughout the day. Yeah. How do you feel that your life has improved since? Yeah. yeah. You know, I actually think I am so much more healthy living with diabetes. Um, you know, I have to be, um, fitness and exercise has taken a, a priority for me. It's my favorite piece of health and wellness. It's what really gets me going. Um, and you know, before, like when I was in college, I mean, I would do things, but I never really carved out time for it. Like I do now. Um, you know, just knowing root causes of things, you know, nutrients, um, what's important for your body, so I think I do just have a bigger understanding of um, health, honestly, and how important it is. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what, you know, what would be a priority for me if I didn't have diabetes. So, sure. So what you mentioned some of the challenges, but is there anything that you didn't mention that you feel that were one of the biggest challenges that you've had to face? That you've had to Gosh, you know, um, the decision-making for sure. And the preparedness, um, kind of thinking ahead, you know, it's really important, you know, you can't survive without insulin. So you have to make sure you have it just always making sure you do have refills on hand, um, keeping in mind situations, you know, 
here in Montana, driving from point A to point B, um, and you're stuck in a snowstorm, and you have diabetes, you have what do you do? Yeah. Yep, you have to yep. be prepared regardless. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> gas in the car, you know, flares, like yeah. whatever you need, be the have a right. winter readiness yeah. kit. But with diabetes, yeah. it's even more so. Absolutely. You know, my daughter um, has a, a medical condition that has, um, can land in an emergency type situation. We've actually been life flighted um, out to Children's Hospital Colorado twice. And, you know, in those situations, it is so imperative that mom has her stuff, her supplies, you know, so do I have my insulin? Do I have my pens? Do I have an extra um, glucose meter or test strips? Or do I have an extra continuous glucose monitor? You know, just all these yeah. things because we're leaving town very quickly. And so, yeah, just being prepared, um, for emergency type situations as well is that, that's that's definitely a challenge <laughs> sure i imagine it is i'm just thinking like when you're saying about all of that i'm thinking back in the diaper parent like the diaper bag days you know right. making sure that you have everything in the diaper but then you have that added complication of making sure that you have everything in, in mom's bag as well to be at any moment's notice to be right. able to, to just run and do what you need to do yep exactly <laughs> So what would you say to somebody who recently received a diagnosis for diabetes and or diabetes one, and they're feeling those similar feelings? What would, what would you be, be your suggestion as to the first step? Yeah. So that, you know, I think um, talking about what people feel when they hear that diagnosis really encompasses a healthy coping piece that um, should be at the forefront of all diabetes education. And I, we are moving towards that, which, which is great. So I think the biggest thing I would tell someone is just acknowledging and knowing that everything that they are feeling is normal. Um, you know, those things come up for, for everyone um, in different degrees, of course. Um, so it's important to talk to your healthcare provider if if some of those things are, are really getting in the way of moving forward and managing your diabetes well, um, but also just knowing it's not your fault. Um, you know, you didn't do anything to make this happen to you. You didn't eat too many Snickers. Um, you know, you didn't sit on the couch too long type of a thing. Diabetes is multifactorial, meaning there are so many things that, that lead to that diagnosis. And one of them is your genetics, which we can't change. Right. Um, and then of course, some of these other things are definitely risk factors that can perpetuate situations. But, you know, I think a lot of people just feel like I did this, you know? Um, and so to just know that it's, you know, not your fault and the things you're feeling are normal and let's move forward together type of a thing. Awesome. So Liana, what is your go-to self-care practice? Yes. You mentioned a few that you, you really had to increase your self-care since mm -hmm. receiving the diagnosis. So what do you, what do you enjoy to do to refuel and recharge? Yeah. So for me, I really do think right now in my life, it is, it's running. Um, you know, to be able to just get out of the house um, and and to do it alone. I do let my kids come sometimes with me. Um, but if for the true self-care piece, it's just some mom time where it's just me and a book or music. Um, it's actually when I do my best thinking as well. It's very meditative. <laughs> it is. Yes. So yeah, I think that's, and I, I'm not like a 
distance runner by any means. Um, <laughs> you know, I just, I, but I do, I just like to do it. So yeah, for nice. me, that's probably what it is. Nice. So do you have a book that you could recommend to our listeners, either that has greatly impacted your life or that might be helpful to them? Yeah, you know, um, I have two. So the, the first one, and these are completely unrelated to diabetes or, okay. or anything. Um, so the first one, it's just a little passion topic project of mine is called um, A Walk to Beautiful by Jimmy Wayne. And it's actually um, a book that just really raises awareness of kids phasing out of the foster system. Hmm. And I don't know, it just really touched me when anybody asked me about a book and I, I have so many books, but for some reason that one always comes to the top of my list just because it was impactful. Um, I hadn't really thought about that piece of the foster system and it's an area I'd love to learn more in and you know, hopefully help out in it someday. So mm -hmm. that's just a, a little side thing for me. Um, the other one that I listen to on um, audio all the time is um, Change Your Paradigm, Change Your Life by Bob Proctor. And I don't know, I just, I just love that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So where can listeners find you? Yeah, so I'm on all the social media platforms. Um, if, if you're searching for me, probably look under Yellowstone Farmer, and that's where you can find a lot of my tips and tricks for diabetes. Um, also on LinkedIn, just you can find me under Leanna Schwind. Okay, and all of Liana's um, links, all her social links will be found in the note, show notes of today's episode. So thank you so much for coming on and being my guest. Yes, thank you for having me. It was great to see you. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast.